This is the Andre Segovia Show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the program. In this one, I'm going to be checking out this uh, interesting article I came across that was sent to me actually uh, from TechCrunch called Divi Homes Secures $110 Million Series C to Help Renters Become Homeowners. This was published February 2nd. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will highlight a couple of things before getting to the meat of this discussion. Copy of Power of the Day. And before that, just a reminder that you can check out my show at www.theindustrygovia.com for more content, including my exclusive shows such as Off the Record, which is available temporarily to the public every now and then. But there are more shows uh, behind the login wall. Not paywall, but the login wall. And I've made some updates to the website that include push notifications that are available now. So check it out. Um, I'll get to some of the other items in a bit. And I know I just hit something here. I'll get to some other items in a bit uh, that I want to discuss here. But I wanted to just dive into this article, so um, we just get right to it, shall we? Okay, so Divi Homes, never heard of these guys. Uh, They've been around since 2017, and they started buying homes in 2018. What is it? Who who are they and what do they do? Well, let me just uh, get to it here then, uh, because uh, let's just read the first line here. Despite all the headaches that come with it, homeownership is still the American dream for many. Yes, um... I don't like the way it's being phrased, despite all the headaches that come with it. Uh, what do you mean headaches? Because you are you have your own home, therefore uh, don't own one? I, I, I don't like the language there because trying to discourage people from, uh, from home buying. And um, there's a big, uh, what I call propaganda move with respects to home buying that I've been trying to, uh, for the most part since the beginning of my show, uh, about two, two years ago, dispel. So I don't like how that reads. Yes, there are uh, headaches with home buying or with home ownership, but at least it's not the constant fear that you're being kicked out or evicted from your from your rent uh, rented property that you do not own. There's a big difference there. But anyway, uh, Divi Homes, a startup that is set to help more people realize that dream by buying a, a house and renting it back to them while they build equity, has just closed 110 million dollars in Series C funding. A bunch of these other companies, blah blah blah. Um, if, uh, mortgage rates dropped to historical in 2020. Yes, driven by the pandemic. Instead of making it easier to buy a home, many banks actually tightened underwriting requirements for approval. Said Divi CEO, uh, I think her name is Adina Hefetz. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, they had to tighten money because there was no money coming in. The entire economy came to a stop worldwide, literally. So um, how do you lend out money that is not yours because the bank's money is your money? How would you lend out money to those that cannot pay back? Yes, of course, things uh, became a lot more stringent. But while lenders were busier than ever, much of that volume was driven by people who already own homes refinancing with the lower rates, like I did. Uh, anywho... Um, Let's see. Let's get to yeah. You expanded. Blah 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 blah. blah. So they said they saw a tailwind for the business because uh, they didn't buy property from March and April because they were waiting to see what would happen with the world. So when the world uh, picked up again, they started buying property. Uh, ultimately, over the course of 2020, Divi expanded operations from 8 to 16 markets and financed five times as many homes as it had in pre-pandemic times. It also worked with its existing customers by offering flexibility and rent relief in the way of waived late fees and flexible payment pl- uh, scheduling, for example. And that's good because uh, for those of you that are regular followers of my program, especially the podcast, 
Um, I've discussed, especially during the, the pandemic, where I put a lot of things to the side so I could help you with your properties. Imagine whether you were a tenant property owner or somewhere in between. Um, and also uh, defending your property rights from what California was doing uh, to basically hurt everyone in the process uh, in supposedly trying to do good. So uh, in all that, I, I made a, a uh, basically a couple of episodes addressing both sides of the, of the I guess, the rent issue from the tenants to the property owners. And I was telling property owners, hey, we're all in this together in this case, quite literally, because you got good tenants uh, that are and that are hurting. You got to work with them. Otherwise, you might be at risk of losing your own property too if you're not getting any income. Um, let's get to this uh, rent to own thingy. So let's see. This is the paragraph I wanted to read. How does Divi work? I never heard of these guys, but let's see. How does Divi work? Divi claims to be different from other real estate tech companies and that it aims to digitize the archaic data heavy processes uh, buyers encounter along the way. It works with renters who want to become homeowners by buying the home they want and renting it back to them for three years while they build the savings needed to own it themselves. So here's where I got a question about this, um, but I guess to, to I guess uh, elaborate on the processes here. So they, I guess they start working with the individual, the would-be home buyer, three years from then. But now, for now, it's still a tenant. And they say, "Hey, we want to help you uh, build your equity." Um, we'll get the house for you. We'll rent it for you. You can live in it for three years. And by the end of three years, you can buy it back from us. It's kind of like the lease to own thing that uh, that uh, I guess auto companies did. I hated it when it came to cars because it's in a depreciable value. Um, and yeah, sometimes you were SOL at the end of all that. We were in a very bad one. Uh, I remember when my father, I was a kid, but I remember it. Uh, I hated the lease to own. It sounded great, but it's a depreciable asset. In this case, it's an appreciable asset. So this, I can see working better for um, the, the housing industry. Where I have questions, though, is here in a moment. So I guess um, they do a contract to... Always interruptions. Sorry. Okay, so rather than buy the homes and look for renters, the company does the opposite. Customers pick out a home and Divi purchases it on their behalf with the renter contributing an initial 1% or 2% of the home value. Okay, so in comparison to the traditional home buying process, uh, first-time home buyers generally end up buying uh, with what is called an FHA loan. An FHA loan requires the most minimal of deposits, which is 3.5%. So with Divi, they're basically coming in at half of that. The reason that's, that's key, though, is because um, when it comes to people that have asked me, hey, Andres, uh, I want to buy a property. How much the deposit do I need? Well, a deposit for a home is one thing. That's why I always tell them, just think of it as two deposits, the deposit for the home and deposit for the loan. Because some people hear, oh, 3.5% deposit. Well, of the purchase price. So they think they're only paying 3.5% that's coming out of their pocket and they're financing the rest. Well, the thing is, in theory, yes, but you got to secure the loan. The loan, securing the loans will cost money. And sometimes it can be really, really expensive just to get the freaking loan. So that's why I tell them, take that 3.5% and double it. Make sure you have enough money padded there so you don't lose out. Like, double? Yeah, so assume you're coming in with 7%. And it only gets even more expensive the higher you go. So it's that's why I tell them, like, uh, a plan for that. Um, I'm not saying you're going to use up the 7%, but that's just a... a, a a general rule of mine for people to be prepared. That's why some uh, buyers ask, uh, they ask for a seller uh, concessions such as closing cost assistance. And I'm assuming this, because it's one or 2% of the home value, that goes a long way. So they move in at closing and pay one monthly amount. 
Part of that money is a market rate rent and goes 25% towards building up their savings in the house so they can put down uh, so they can put down a down payment estimated at 10% of the home value to purchase from Divi later. The renters can choose to cash out their equity or purchase the home before the three years are up if they choose. They also have the option to re-up the contract if needed to take a bit longer to save up for the larger down payment. So here's where I have a question. I'm not sure entirely how this all works. The article doesn't explain it. The questions that I would have, um, and I'm sure they would answer it by reaching out. I haven't done so. I'm just reading the article just like you are, but I'm curious about this model and I want to follow this closely. So it's a three-year contract, right? And this is an appreciable, not a depreciable asset. So uh, year one, the purchase is made. Three years later is when the buyer says, okay, I have the money now. Uh, um, I'll Here it is. I'll buy it from you. Are they buying at the price from year one because Divi bought it at that price and three years later, they're basically locking in the rate, so to speak, and that's the price that they're purchasing at three years later? If so, that's awesome. That's like locking in a a loan for like three years, uh, at least the rate of three years, and uh, it working out in that way. Um, That's interesting. The question I have, though, is that uh, if part of the money is market rate for the rent, does that mean the rent's going up every year in the meanwhile? That's a question I'm curious about. So those are a couple of questions that I had. Uh, But also, what does it mean if the renter still can't buy at the end of three years? Uh, I'm sure they haven't reached that point, but I'm sure they also have a plan when it comes to dealing with uh, those that... uh, um, either are irresponsible or or those that just uh, come across hard times that there have been. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, Divi started buying homes in the first half of 2018. So far, the company is seeing nearly half of those renters buying back the homes. Um, by mid this year, we'll see the whole three-year thing come up. So some of them are probably buying ahead of their contract. That's pretty good. Even the most experienced players in the space maybe have single low-digit buyback rates. So it's definitely quite a bit higher than than what the rest of the industry has seen. Heffitz, the CEO, uh, told TechCrunch. When it first started out, the prices of the, of the homes they bought averaged around 140000 150000 Now the average home prices are more, are just over $200,000, she said. Which is why I'm wondering, because it doesn't say here where they're uh, doing this experiment, because I highly doubt this will work in California. There is absolutely no way a company that's being um, financed by shareholders that want to see this thing uh, in profitability would miss out on equity in California if what I had said, if the the year one price is what they're paying year three, basically locking in the price for this long, there is absolutely no way any company in California is going to say, yeah, yeah, sacrifice the entire equity the the house built on its own and just sell it to them at that point for that price. I cannot see that happening in any way. So it has to be in areas where the properties appreciate considerably slower. Uh, while Divi's mission involves ma- uh, wanting to make the homeownership more make homeownership more accessible. Hefes points out that it's a lucrative business model as well. The number of people who fall outside of the traditional mortgage box is growing. She added with more people struggling to be able to purchase a home. So that's all I wanted to dive into this article. I'm leaving a link to this for those of you that are watching this on Odyssey, Rumble, or 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 obviously here uh, or on YouTube, uh, the the links in the description down below for you to read into more of this. And for those of you uh, that are watching this at www.dangerousagova.com, thank you so much. Um, you can find the link. Just scroll down. There it is in the show notes uh, for you to see. I'll also be leaving links to other discussions that I've had regarding um, the the importance of homeownership uh, because that's in response to the first line. Oh, the headaches that come with homeownership. I just felt that that's how I, that the first line came across to me. Despite all the headaches that come with it, homeownership is still the American dream for many. 
I just don't like the way it's presented. It could be just me with my uh, detections of bias, uh, but uh, eh, whatever. Anyway, that's all I wanted to read into this. So the other thing I wanted to show you is for those of you that are interested in learning more about real estate, this is what I got to show you. This is available on my website, uh, but also for anything and everything that interests uh, you regarding real estate resources, where you would go would be SegoviaRES.com because this is my landing page for anything and everything real estate. And if you're really curious, you can contact me through there. I'm serving Southern California, Orange, and, and Los Angeles counties. And of course, I'm advertising my show there. Why wouldn't I? Uh, but uh, you can learn a lot more about anything and everything from there. Anyway, that does it for this episode of the program. Thank you so much for watching this latest episode. Remember to subscribe to my podcast. All these episodes that you see here do make their way to the podcast. Every now and then, though, there'll be additional content exclusively for the podcast. Um, but I'm trying to balance things out, just making everything available just about everywhere. Anyway, thank you very much. I'm Andres. Thank you for watching this latest episode. I'll see you in the next one.